Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Queen City Roundup. We're back. Wow, I'm fucking cringy. All right, I have to drop an F bomb right away. Um, <laughs> so anyway, right there, I gotta mark it as explicit. I mean, we do it anyway, and even though yeah. we don't even like, we're not like, even when we don't swear, I do it just in case because I'm like, oh, I probably we're not we're not like somewhere. we're not like uh, a certain uh, network that starts with a that's another name for a chair. Mm. that's completely shitty and just says swear words every every freaking time mm-hmm. um but yeah uh as our time of recording this even though it'll be up later in the week we are 24 hours away from puck drop just about uh, i think it's yeah it's gonna start at seven o'clock so that that's the saddest clap i think i've ever seen in my life uh especially for those that are gonna watch like the video portion of this they're gonna be like what it's gonna be like I thought you okay, join now, along. Now, now I now I just made it even worse. Okay, no. I, thought, I anyway. thought you would join along. No, I should have, but I didn't know you were doing it. You should have like, you should have like given me a cue. More anyway. communication next time. Ah, we've only done this show for we're coming. This is the thirtieth. Epi- this is the thirtieth episode. We're getting close to a year. Around at the end of February was our first. When, whenever show. was the David Ayers game? It was the day. That after was that was the no. The that was that was the beginning. The last week of February? Yes. That one. But anyway. Um, so we at least had some hockey to uh, go off of, which felt really awkward, but also really warming. I don't know if like you were the same way. Cause I like mean, I didn't really watch much of it because there's another another sports ball game going well, on. Well, I, I did because I'm a good fan, unlike you are. Um so uh, having the two, uh, I can't remember their names. Uh, well, I feel like an idiot, but they're the two in in arena hosts for uh, for Scotiabank Arena. It was really nice that they had those guys in. Uh, bringing Martina in to do the national anthem was really surprising. I think they, I thought they would do like they did in the bubble, where she would just uh, or they would take a a recording, I guess, of before. But I guess because they figure like they have the budget to like you know test everybody and like everyone's kind of safe, they figure okay we can bring yeah, them. Well, but, it's MLSE, right? Uh, now my highlight. Okay, though there are many highlights from the scrimmage that I don't know if you remember, but there was one highlight. So Kristen Shelton of TSN, who's a great follow by the way, uh, tweeted her grievances about uh, Hall and Oates still being the least goal song. Uh, and this is why I love Brandon Shanahan because he just does not give any shits whatsoever. <laughs> he just literally responded with a gif of, I think it's, no, it wasn't red from that 70s show, but it was literally uh, a guy with like the sunglasses on his thing and he just like threw it down. He's just like, deal with it. And I'm just like, okay, I, I guess he gets the final say on who, uh, on who, gets to pick the goal song cool it's a fun goal song i don't mind it oh i like the song there's a lot better um if i had to pick like my favorite i know this is kind of a weird one i think the canucks have the best one i don't don't, don't know this i don't know this stuff off by heart so there i know a few i know that they they do holiday by green day i think that one works Ooh, that's a good one chelsea dagger i think everybody knows because that's chicago um I know that the Devils used to use the Gary Glitter song where it was like, I can't, like you know the song? Did you see? I can't feel like an idiot that I don't know this, but 
everyone's gonna yell at me like that's actually this um but you know the friggin uh you know the song did you watch joker no i haven't okay but do you know the scene where joker's or, or like uh well he become he slowly becomes the Joker, but like uh, Joaquin Phoenix is like doing the dance down the, down the stairs. The stairs that song's yes. playing in the background. The mm. Devils used to have that song, but I think because Gary, I think Gary Glitter went to jail because he was doing some form of like, like he was basically doing some form of pedophilia. I don't know what it was. Oh, that's not you know? good. Oh, it's not good at all. Uh, and then they were still doing the song, and I was just like, "You the rude guys." Um, mm-hmm. I honestly prefer, uh. I think the I think Monster Truck did uh, the Leafs like a uh, little interlude uh, for like the 16, 17 season. I think two seasons, 16, uh, 16 17, 17, 18, they used that one. Um, I, 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 I personally liked it. I remember they did the Harlem Shake for a little bit, which you was see, really I like I like the Maple Leaf song that they play after each win. Okay, yes, that one can stay. That one, mm-hmm. that one I'm honestly okay with just because like, you know, it is what it is. Like you could honestly, you can't go wrong with like victory songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, minor stuff that I've noticed. Uh, the Anyways, no fan, the no fans being there, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I mean, we saw it in the bubble, right? Yeah, even though we just saw it in the World up. Juniors too. Uh, yeah, and uh, do you have any like immediate players that stuck out? So I, I have a few. I, 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 I didn't watch much of the game. I had to watch my uh, my Washington football team almost beat out the. Uh, the okay, so, so that night. So but, for somebody uh, who literally said we're gonna do a Leaf centric show, but I did watch. Who didn't even? Did I you did even watch the highlights. Do you watch highlights? I did watch the highlights. So I was, okay. I was gonna say um, uh, William Nylanders, um so his I, two goals I, stuck out. I have a hot take, and uh, I think this is going to happen, especially once we see. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to. Ha- I don't know if it'll happen to the least. But like, if we do see players sitting, like for example, they say they want to rest Jake Muzzin, which I think is something they could consider depending on the opponent. I can see Miko Lettman playing in the top four and probably getting some power play one time because, dude, imagining him. Power like being the the sole Matthews Marner with Matthews Marner Nylander, Tavares why not um mm-hmm. and then whatever I'm trying to think about like whatever because you usually have like Matthews at the point well they're gonna have Simmons with, on the one in front of okay the so then you can do probably like Simmons on the right Nylander on the left no you can't do wait oh no they want Thornton on one I think so it would be Thor- first, yeah it would be the first line but with Simmons. So it would be like Simmons, Tavares, Marner with, in my opinion, Lettinen and Matthews, because I know Matthews on the point is deadly, which Let's it is. pull it up. Let's see. Um, and then other players, I thought, like, what was funny was out of some of the players that were, like, waved in quotations or scratched, dude, Jack Campbell was playing like it was a playoff game. Like, he had a couple really good saves. Uh Everyone on Twitter was complaining about Freddie, but that's kind of notorious with Leafs Twitter. I don't yeah, know if you want to have to agree. So let's see the. So according to Daily Faceoff, the Leafs' first power play unit going into the season will be Simmons, Thornton, Marner, Riley, and Matthews. That's gross. 
But honestly, I think, like, again, like, going back to my point, Riley might go down the second power play unit. Mm-hmm. I think they might make Riley more of a defensive player. I don't know how Especially accurate this is, though, because they have TJ Brody um, as the quarterback for the second power play unit. Which I think that I think that after they saw what what they saw, it's going to be Miko. If Miko gets in games, he's going to be on the power play hundred percent. It's like what mm-hmm. they did. Like obviously, what they should have done from the beginning is put Barry on PP one or PP two, whatever. Mm-hmm. PPs. Um, we had this. I love how we both said it at the same time. Um. <laughs> But uh, obviously, there was a certain NBC analyst that is not going to allow that. And I hope they ask him about that if they talk about the Oilers. That'd be funny. <laughs> um, but like, I like what I saw out of uh, that Nick Robertson shot at the end was just. I like, didn't know he oh. had that in him. I mean, he's so little. I didn't know. Like, but even he went then, to the like, Mitch uh, Marner I school. I didn't know he had a slap shot in in his like arsenal. Yeah. Um. The Spezza shootout blip. I'm glad that it happened in the scrimmage. But all the stuff that, but like this should be premised. All the stuff that happened in the scrimmage, it should just all be taken with a grain of salt, just because. Yeah, because like these guys aren't playing 100 percent to their. Because that's why everyone was like, "Oh, Team White." Or actually, not everyone, but like I don't want people to be like, "Oh, Team White was the better team," or they they were trying and Team Mm -hmm. Blue wasn't even trying. It's like, dude, they were just having fun and they were just like trying to play hockey. Um, underrated player. I really like Travis Boyd. I thought he really looked like uh, a depth player that the Leafs could use. And depending on how the season goes, I wouldn't mind bringing him back next year. Like he's got some NHL experience to him. Well, I've seen. I saw a few people on Twitter say they were impressed with Nick Patan's game, but then he got waived. Uh, yeah, but I think if like I don't know the, the Leafs taxi squad or. I don't know if anybody tweeted it. I know that they said the Habs taxi squad was like Perry and a couple. Of, I think Perry and Mete were on the taxi squad. If I remember correctly. I, Mete. I thought it was. I thought it was Froelich. Oh yeah, it was Froelich. Yeah. So I can't. I don't know anybody that uh, that really, you know, put out this is what the Leafs uh, thing is going to be. But I mean, oh my god. All right, another thing with the cringe when they watch this. Now they're going to be like, why is this guy yawning? What the, what the fuck is this guy doing? This guy's actually horrible. They're going to literally hear that and they're going to click off. Um, anyway. Um, drink a coffee, man. I don't drink. I just had dessert. What are you kidding me? I had freaking apple pie. I should have a lot of energy. <laughs> like, good Lord. Anyway. Unless you're um, experiencing that early sugar crash. But anyways, go I on. probably am. Um, but yeah, Boyd looked really good. I think I could definitely see him getting some games as like, Right now, he's the least fifth line center, I think. Hmm. But that can change because, like, Pierre Engvall exists, which I'm surprised that Keith was really hard on Engvall. I don't know about you. Because, like, he's. I feel like he's a lot harder on his guys he had in the Marlies because he knows what they're capable of and he wants to see them play up to their their capabilities. Yeah. Um, What's it? Uh, hold on one second. Uh, I was looking at uh, another a couple players that were on the roster. I really like Joey Anderson. I thought that he looked really interesting, and I think that he could be a player. And like I was thinking about this, uh, like of all men do when they're in the shower or on the shitter, they tend to ponder 
big decisions in that state of mind. So I was just thinking, like I was in the shower and I was just like, what if the Leafs like let Hyman walk? I had two scenarios in my head. What if they let Hyman walk or, and this one's probably something that I think could happen. What if considering the cap's not going to go up, what if everybody just takes the same amount of money, if not less, that's expiring? Because like, if you look at the guys that are up, like uh, Spetha Thornton, they probably won't ask for a lot. I don't think Travis Boyd would ask for a lot. GBBC, who knows if he'll even come back. Um, I feel like Hyman won't ask for anything more than four. But again, I could be wrong. And then also you have to keep in mind like who you're going to protect in the expansion draft because that's still a thing that's going to happen. It, it's almost you weird. That like one, uh, that one reporter asked, uh, I don't know who it was, asked Dermot if he thinks he's going to get taken by Seattle. Someone asked that. Please tell me that was like a Toronto Sun reporter. Oh, God. I don't remember who it was. And I don't think it's important. If, if it was Steve Simmons, he deserves to be punched in the mouth. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys that work for the Sun that are completely horrible. And like they've been that way for, for years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think like looking at the least roster, like I already know once like say five games are played, which is going to be by uh, by our, after our next show, because they'll play at least three before next week. Because you got one when we're recording on Tuesday. So they're playing on Wednesday and then you got a back to back Friday. Yeah. Don't you think that if you were playing a back-to-back in Ottawa, that Babcock would play Freddie both games? Because he'd be like, oh, well, we're not traveling. There's no jet lag. He always would would uh, do that, right? He never played Hutchison or whoever the hell the backup was. No, ever, he would, he would play them on the second half of a back-to-back always mm-hmm. and it was like okay if we get two or four points that's not bad but it's like don't you want at least four to me that was like and... the loser mentality but anyway yeah, was. that brings that 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 brings us to uh to this season if you think that the Leafs are going to go more tandem based rather than yeah. having um i just think freddie start the bulk of the starts I'm going to be completely honest. And like, this is going to sound really douchey, especially if you look at all the other six Canadian teams. They're going to roll with all three. I think if you go against a team like Ottawa, you could see it. Aaron Dell probably playing. I think like Jack Campbell could probably get like a game, a couple games against Vancouver or against Calgary, kind of like guys that aren't near the top of the division, but are like itching close. Like the Jets and the, uh, and the Sens, I, like especially near the end of the season, I think they'll they will see more Aaron Dell. Because like I feel like personally, if you're if you're uh if you're Sheldon Keith, you want Freddie like rested as much as possible. Not like to the point where you're how long was that gap for like you don't want a five month break, obviously, which is what it was in the bubble. It was like mm-hmm. a four or five month break. But like you want to give him some rest so that when he comes back, like he's he's dialed in, he's glued in. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of Aaron Dell, especially in the second half, probably near the end of the season, like the last, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 games. We'll see a lot of him. Uh, honestly, 
and this is just my own personal opinion. Like, I don't know if you agree with me. If Jack Campbell was the Leafs starter next year and say Freddie walks, I don't think I'd hate that, would you? It depends on how he plays this season, to be honest. Well, like, he's very much a late bloomer because obviously he got picked. He got picked 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's how old that's how old it's been. And like he only played he's only played 64 games, but like he had a 924 and five with the uh Kings. He had a 928 two seasons ago when the Kings were worse and Jonathan Quick couldn't stop anything. This year he was slightly worse because the Kings in front of him were worse. But the, but goal with the Leafs, his games were his games were good. He had like a 920 something with the he well, had a nine fifteen. He, he had a nine fifteen in six games. And I think oh, the only real, the only really bad game I think that he had. I remember he played real. He he should have like the Leafs should have won that game against Montreal, um, mm-hmm. which was going near uh, around the time of the trade deadline. Should have won that game. Uh, I think he played. He played against the Sens, and he was really good. He played against Arizona. I remember I saw him. And he was like really dialed in. Um, and like the thing is, is like with him, like you want to keep him because like, he's such a locker room guy. Like, like mm-hmm. I remember, like even after the Leafs lost, I think it was a couple games. Yeah, it was Hutch's last game. Like literally, what was it? Mid game. Mm-hmm. I think it was it mid game. They traded, uh, or they traded for uh Campbell like after the game it was like literally like minutes it was after, after the, the Rangers final... game they got like yeah it was like buzzers like the mi- my, like moments after the buzzer hit it was just like oh by the way we're gonna get this guy now it's like, yeah okay and like and Kyle was the Clifford, guy remember him what is he now I think he's with the blues if I remember correctly yeah the blues dude there's always that one guy wow that voice crack holy shit I'm just I'm not having a day today um <laughs> But there's always that one guy I think of that, like, it's like, oh, whatever happened to this guy in the trade? And, like, you completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mean to be, like, picky. But, like, there are a lot of lease trades, especially during the Lou era. Um, where I was just like, why? Like, I'm trying to remember, like, okay, like, the Brian Boyle deal, it was whatever. Because I, I forget who they gave up. I have to double. I think, is he still with Florida? Or am I wrong? Who? Uh, Brian. I'll just search for Brian. I have no Boyle. idea. God, I forgot. He's he a free existed. agent still. So Brian Boyle. So the trade that the Leafs did was Byron Phrase in a conditional second. That's yep. not a lot. Like okay, that one personally, and like I I understand like it's, you know it's it's, woulda shoulda coulda in terms of like. Oh, these guys might not pan out to do anything. Maybe voice call my life. Um, but it's like the, this guy won't pan out to do anything. Like Byron Phrase, I kind of can see that. But like, there were a couple other ones, like the Volcanics deal. Mm-hmm. Like you and I both agree. Like why? Like why would why would that happen? And what really funny is like if you look back at those deals, like okay, they haven't they didn't like anchor us. But it was just like, why do the deals? Like, I was perfectly content with with Kirby Reichel, I think, was the player we gave up. Mm-hmm. It was a second, uh, Renette Valiev and Kirby Reichel. Like, I think Reichel still could have been. I think 
what Mason Marchment was, Kirby Reichel could have been with this team, but it just he, there was no room for him. Like I feel like because like Reichel was a giant. He was okay. He wasn't a giant, but he was like he's like I think like six two, really beefy. He could play like a power forward. Like the team needed that. And like granted, they gave up a guy who wasn't really working out for them in Scott Harrington. But like I mean, there's always that one guy in the trade where you're like, like this guy was part of the trade. Like do you remember yeah. when the Leafs got Ole Jokinen? <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, for like six games or something. Yeah, they, they got Ole Jokinen for six games, and then they traded him for uh, Joaquin Nordstrom, I believe. Was the, yeah, it was Joaquin Nordstrom and a sixth-round pick. Go Jeez. figure. Also, oh, you want, you want to be in a worse mood? You want to be in a bad mood? What is it? So, remember when we got Jokinen in that deal? I don't know if you remember it. Yeah. So, we gave up Cody Franson and Mike Santorelli, which – want to know how long ago that was we're coming up on the almost the six-year anniversary of that trade i remember it was a day before my birthday they traded him um but you want to hear something okay so uh they at least got Oli okinen brandon leipzig nice which is very bad (laughs) and a 2015 first round pick which is 24th overall you want to know who that pick was who travis connect me oh of course it was and the Leafs traded him in exchange for the 29th pick, which was Gabriel Carlson, who ended up going to the Blue Jackets because they traded him. Uh, or no, they got him from Tampa with Radko Gudis. That was a weird deal. Holy shit. Um, Anyways, how did uh, we get to this trade tree? Um, I don't know. Um, anyway, so going back to like, I think we were talking about, yeah, we were talking about Travis Boyd and Joey Anderson. And like how the roster. No, we're talking about the goaltending. That was. Oh yeah! Holy (laughs) shit! Um. Anyway, so going back to the goaltending. Um. Do you think? uh, You think Frederick Anderson silences his his haters? I hope he does. I'm. I was honestly shocked that the team was engaging in him with contract talks this early. Uh, I think Dubis is kind of capitalizing on the fact that the cap's not going up. Yeah. So he's just going. He's just going to his guys and being like, "Listen, like I'm not going to pay you probably what you would have gotten on the market," and like as you saw, like if anything, and like I don't mean to sound like a cocky prick or like such a homer, this benefits the Leafs so much. You have no idea. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they're going to see what the market was like. Mike Hoffman signed a contract yesterday. Mike Hoffman scored 30 goals. He should have oh, been signed. Travis. He should have been signed. signed. Yeah, like these guys should have signed officially today. Oh, okay. Um, But like the thing is, is like these guys should have had contracts back in like October at the earliest mid-November or or the latest early November. And like Mm -hmm. the fact that these guys are like taking forever to sign, it's like the least will go to like say Hyman or, or Freddie, for example, and be like, you know, like, listen, we know. I, I know it'll change depending on how far they go in the playoffs, but it'll be like, listen, like we understand that, you know, the market is uncertain. The cap probably won't go up for, because like Batman basically said yesterday, I don't know if you saw the interview with Tim and said, I listened to it. It was a really interesting one. He said that they're not playing to make money, which is really not the thing you're supposed to say. When, when you're your going TV, through negotiations. Exactly. To a contract year. 
yeah, which is very like I get the sentiment you want to play with the fans, but or for the fans and for the players, but it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Um personally, I think uh like looking at what the league is doing, I don't see the cap going up for like probably another five years. I don't know about like five years, but I think like maybe like three. three. Yeah, like three years. Because it's gonna be a long time before like the league recovers from any form of like financial mm-hmm. deficit. Cause like I don't know if you saw the the rich or like the, the CBA negotiations, like the escrow cap that they're eating in year one is freaking bonkers. Mm-hmm. They're eating 20% this year. 20% of deferred <laughs> payments going towards the debt from last season that they that they lost. Like that's that's I kind of heard of. The, the Maple Leafs have their taxi squad put together. I don't think they do. While you look for that, and like what, what I'm going to kind of continue and hit my point on is like, I feel like, especially with like, I feel like players don't want to leave the core. Because like, the, the thing is, is like, kind of going a little forward and like everyone doesn't want to hear about that shit um yeah there is no taxi squad on uh on cap friendly for the leafs just yet oh that's a rip and also can we just say that tsn is really funny because in, craig in button seems to think that the montreal canadians are the best team oh my the god north, north division like okay i'm gonna shit on a lot of Habs fans right now and like, let, like, let me start by saying this. I don't think that the offseason was bad for them by any means. Allen Gallagher locked up and getting uh, to Foley, all positive. Edmondson cannot skate well. I think you were ranting about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. Um, like Joel Edmondson kind of uh, cement bad. on his skates. Really, really slow. Uh Everyone wanted to friggin' make fun of the Leafs because they got Corey Perry, but uh, little known Joe Thornton actually had more points than Corey Perry last year. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, and another thing, like what kit, like what carry price are you getting? And also, I look at that team defensively. Their left side is oof. Like what our right to everyone else's oof, theirs is oof times two. Because I don't, like, think, listen, our, I don't think our right side is bad anymore. But anyways, go. Well, go like, compared to last season, right? Because like you had Barry, mm-hmm. who was more of an offensive. Anyways, ability. you had CC, which oh, that still gives me chills. Um, but like on, uh, I'm not sold on. Like the thing is, is like I don't know what carry price you're gonna get because it feels like he's very streaky in terms of like he play as a chance, he gives the team a chance to win. What I saw last year, like they never capitalized on it. Mm-hmm. Like they were just so they looked so sluggish, especially teams like Boston. Granted, they're not in their division, but like even against the 
looked that good. Like, uh, and even over the last couple of years, like the Leafs had their number. Yeah. Like it really gets where you look at them and it's just like, okay, like, you know, what's here that's a game from like a year ago? And like, if you compare with like another D, another man on D, uh, another exorbitant contract, no Max Domi, and that's really about it. Like, I can't think of anything else. There were a team last year that like, I don't know, like, no, that that were complaining that they needed more offense, and they went and traded the guy who was the season removed from what was it, sixty three points or something, sixty whatever, over sixty points for Max Domi, or was it like seventy two points? He had. Two and then he regressed. And what was really funny is this is a big f you to still me because apparently he didn't get along with Claude Julian. And now, so you want to have coaching problems, do you? Here's John Torella. Have fun. I know. Like, that's just version of just being petty. Um, so, anyways, back to the Leafs. But like, yeah, like the thing is, is like I still think the Leafs are going to be the team to beat. Yeah, I don't see I don't see anyone else. Yeah, and the thing is is that they have the most offensive like they have three lines that I think at least score 15 goals a person in a two game season I should preface because everyone's going to say yeah. Oh, but like there's 50 No, like can't score 30 goals in that time. It's like uh out so much wants to have a word with you on that. Like, I don't expect math. Like, like I don't expect Matthews to hit. And they're playing. Actually, no, they're playing fifty-six games. I think right now, fifty-two. Yeah, it's like, fifty-six. Or, yeah, they play. They're playing fifty-six. So, like, to score like forty goals in that time, mm-hmm. I don't know. Thirty at least by that period. So I mean, really possible. Mm-hmm. And like, the lights up opponents. I'm taking a look right now at the Leafs' uh, second forward line. And, boy, that line is going to be a pain in the ass to play against for the other team. You got Ilya Mikheyev, who's like... That is that is sneaky. the Mikheyev. Yeah, Mikheyev, Kerfoot, Hyman. Line, right? Kerfoot is like a jerk to play against. Hyman will just be there grinding it out in the corner. They have Mikheyev there, too. Who's oh, like, you're, oh, you're looking at the third line. I thought you were talking about the Tavares. That's VC and uh, Nylander. No, I'm talking about the Which I feel like line. they'll make it. Well, the third line is going to be such. They're going to be such to play against. I know. I love it. Because, like, they're all gritty. And uh, Barry Banov is going to give me. I'm going to keep on thinking that's Tyson Barry because he's wearing number 94. And, of course, Bogosian. Barry Banov wearing 94? 22. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And Bogosian, of 22? course, is wearing number 22. Are you talking about. Wait, what name did you say? I didn't hear you. Bogosian. Oh, okay. I was right. Okay. Uh, wait, so wrong about 22. Who wore 22? I can't remember. Nikita Zaitsev. Oh. I mean, it's one year. So, like, well, like, there's, okay, what other number? Uh, I already know, like, with Thornton wearing 97. Dude, can you imagine how insufferable we're going to be if we beat the Oilers? <laughs> like, in a game. And then everyone's like, huh. Who's the have better the better 97. 97 now, don't we? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. 
I guess like I, was that his number? I don't know if that was his number in junior, but team like I know in t- I mean, on team who else wore like what? I know on oh, Team Canada he wore ninety seven. Oh, I think that was his number in junior. But, like maybe. I'm surprised that he didn't. I know wear... that's that was the year he got drafted too. No, that was Thornton got drafted about nineteen. No. What? I can't remember. The 90s, if I remember correctly. He was drafted 97. Yeah, that's the year he got drafted, 97. This is going to go full circle. <laughs> it's also... Had, he's going to be wearing... Hold he's going to be. He's gonna win the Stanley Cup wearing the number of the year he got drafted with. So you want to laugh? Within the last five years, five, six years, Mm-hmm. They had, and I'm not kidding, they had the top three picks from 1997. Look at that. You muted your mic. I know. Oh. <laughs> but, like, think about it like that. Like, that's that's literally, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of, I didn't even notice that until now. Yeah, I do these things at like two a.m. Like you just randomly like, like I'll I'll just look at like stuff. I'll look at who drafted in this in this mm-hmm. draft, and I'm like, oh yeah, this person won. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know why. Why didn't he wear nine when he was in San San Jose? If that was his number, I don't know. Like that was really really awkward. Anyways, um, so. Going into the season, do you have any hot takes or bold predictions for the for the Leafs? I feel like there was a tweet to go along with that. No. Um, uh, I think personally, this team is going to hit overnight. That's going to be a thing that happens. They're going to uh, what? They're going to hit over 90 points. That's going to happen. Okay. I have a distinct suspicion they're going to... I feel like Riley could really, if he has another really good offseason, could nudge his way into the Norris conversation. Probably like top five. Kind of like the season he had two years ago? Yeah, that's what I think. Because like he's probably fully healthy now and with Brody he's a lot more secure um mm-hmm. but I think that uh Riley's probably gonna be get a nomination for the th- uh, for the top three because like like what like okay Hedman is gonna probably get number one mm-hmm. Yossi at two three maybe like four or five I still think that Mirror Heiskanen is gonna have a coming out party so that's just me. Uh, hot take for me. I think that Alex Kerfoot is going to hit at least 30 points in 56 games. He's going to have a bounce season because like last season he was kind of oof. And also he yeah. got, he got punched in the face a lot. Also like, can you imagine like, you know, like the, like the protective face shields that, uh, that players wear usually when they, when they break their jaws. Yeah. Why don't they wear them this year? I feel like that would really benefit them. 
Well, there's holes in it. Oh, I mean, yeah, but like the problem is, is like it's more, it's more filtered, right? Not really. Like, the holes are big. I used well, to play have, with I'm, one. They're not. They're, they they don't do anything. They wouldn't do anything. Really, you don't think like a? Sh- I feel like a shield would at least like you would have like it. You'd have it in. No, front but of you. around the mouth area, it's all just like a cage, so it's not going to do anything. Mask underneath. Not kidding. They won't do that. Especially certain players in the league that will remain nameless. <laughs> that will delete their Twitter accounts for no reason because they're stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, another thing. So uh, I have two names that I want to know. What? How do you think they'll do? The first one is obvious in Nick Robertson. I don't think Nick Robertson gets himself into too many games, to be honest. I'm thinking maybe like it's hard to, to judge, right? Mm-hmm. It all depends like on how it goes, but like as the roster goes right now, he's not going to get into more than 10 games. I don't think he's like on the outside looking in. Yeah. Which really sucks just because like mm-hmm. on another team, he'd probably be on the third line or second line. Yeah. But like here it's like, really awkward and obviously like you can't send him down to the Marlies. You don't know if you're going to have a junior season at this point. I don't think you do. Uh, at least until the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, okay. Now the second player that I want to know, and this one's tricky to me. What do you do with Rasmus Sandin? I think he's on the taxi squad. He's waivers yeah, exempt, right? No, so. but like how many, how many games do you think? Same as Robertson. I don't see him getting into too many because I think they're going to rotate a lot. They're going to rotate a lot. The, the Dermot, uh, Bogosian, and uh, those two with uh, Lettinen. And maybe Sandin is, is in that rotation too for the bottom, for the bottom pair. Probably. Uh, I think what we're going to see a lot of is like every two or three and like i think that their their benefit is that they're gonna have a bunch of these guys like rotating yeah because i think that's what's gonna happen like well like and i think that's gonna benefit them not only in terms of like perser like giving guys ice time but also like if you need to like give guys breaks or like injuries happen you're already ready to go if god Mm -hmm. forbid like I, I messed that up. It's like, like if somebody were to catch it, like catch COVID, then it would be like, okay, like this guy, these guys can be isolated. And then we have these guys come in and like act as fillers for them mm-hmm. um, without picking from the roster. I think that honestly, Sandine plays probably, I'm going to say 12 games and then Robertson, maybe five near the end. Yeah, um, like that—that's most likely what I see happening. Um, want to do over unders? Sure. All right. Um, over unders followed by one very important question. Okay. Let's see. All right. So we talked, kind of talked about this earlier about there being a bit of a being a bit of a of a tandem so what do you think then does frederick anderson get over or under 32 i put it at 32 starts the the threshold 
Don't know why. That Ooh. number just felt um, good. Well, like 56 divided by 2 is what? This is a 20, big math problem. 28. 28. So, like, okay, so, like, will he get over 30 starts? Probably. I think they cap him at 35. And, like, for those of you math whizzes out there, 35 divided by 56, it's about 63% of the game. So it's more than half. And then, you know, what do you do with the remainder? You know, if you give him, like, 35 starts, like, there's, like, 20-something, there's 21 games that you have, and you could do probably, um, you know, you could probably split it up, maybe 10 for Arendelle, 10 for Jack Campbell, and then the rest are just, like, or the last one could just be like, flip a coin. Who gives a shit? Or here's an idea. You call up Michael Hutchinson, who went to the second round and could have went to the Western Conference final if Dallas wasn't not if Dallas didn't like uh, really good stories and having fun. Um, but like you could do that, and I think like thirty, like Freddie played like what sixty usually on yeah. average 60 65 which is a lot um but i think personally like that's kind of the comfortable number that i'm with mm-hmm. um like 30 35 i think is the the go to all right so austin matthews over under 40 goals i think he can do it like he last year he was considering on like he plays pace. Considering he plays certain teams really, really well, he plays the Habs really well. He plays against Ottawa really well. Um, and considering those are the first three games, this is going to be a yikes. Um, he, I don't think he scored a lot against Edmonton, so I think that one might be. Or no, he scored a, a little bit against Edmonton. It depends on who's in goal. I think Koskinen could do a little better instead of Mike Smith. Um, he hasn't really done a whole lot against Calgary. If they play Calgary, he's going to be a little screwed. Uh, and then Vancouver, he'll usually get a goal. So, like, I think he, can, I think he can honestly, like, you said fifty, right? Forty. Forty. I think he just comes shy. I think thirty-five is what we're going to cap it at. Realistically, I think he's getting forty. Um, right, it's a five-point difference between you and me. William Nylander over under 25 goals. I said over. I think he'll get over. Over. This guy's going to hit 30 with Tavares or, or, or even Matthews in his sleep. This yeah. guy is – and if you saw him in the scrimmage game, like this guy looks – like I know like people are going to be like, oh, it didn't matter, and he was trying too hard because he wants to – he's not going to make the team. It's like, no, the dude's just playing hockey. <laughs> and also like his shot is really boss. And also like there was a like a – there was somebody that I think uh, put a tweet where it was like a compilation of like Math or Nylander like threading the puck through his legs to pass it to another one of his guys. And like he always did it to Tavares and, and Matthews. And I'm just like, dude, he, and especially like on the power play, right? Because yeah. like I feel like the Leafs are going to be the ones drawing calls more than the ones taking calls. Well, actually, that's debatable. No. Okay, more, <laughs> more like they'll be like roughed up against. Yeah. Like, if Simmons isn't on the ice, then they'll be like, okay, we'll just take a power play and score on your net. Because, like, some goony lunatic, like, I don't know, like a like a Zach Cassian or uh, who else is, like, really gritty? I'm just thinking Oilers, like Darnell Nurse, Milan Lucic is in your... 
Oh, Think well, about this. On, they have to on Calgary now, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Still on Calgary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about it like this: the Leafs are gonna have to play Milan Lucic, which, if you told me five years ago, I would probably cry, because Milan Lucic five years ago would make you cry. Now it's just like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> All right. Cute little so boy anyways, with the big nose. Don't know how we got from from William Nylander to uh to Milan Lucic. But uh because Lee fans want that trade, don't you know? Yeah. But uh, anyways, Mitch Marner over or under point a game. I have him at over. Over. I think he comes back and he mm-hmm. does really, really well. I also think okay, I'm also gonna ask you over under twenty goals. I think he scores more this year. I think he scores a little more too. I That's what he says he wants that makes. to do. And also, like, he's got a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't use it a lot, but he has a shot. So, like, I think, yeah, he, I think he personally does it. All um, right. so John Tavares over under fifty points. I think he's over. Over. Nick Especially Robertson over under we ten are, games. We, we already kind of went through this, probably yeah. under, most likely. And um, we both we both already said this, but we'll just confirm it. Toronto Maple Leafs over under 90 points. I think, yeah, they'll they'll be over 90 points just because, like, yeah. they play the Canadian teams really well. Like, I think mm-hmm. what was really funny is somebody was trying to find out if, like, a, a former Leaf was on every team. And I think I think they are. It's like, I'm trying to think. Like, I know Josh Levo is on Calgary, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm just going to look at it right now. Uh, who's on the oil? Uh, Tyson Berry's on the Leafs or on the Oilers, Oilers. and also Tyler Ennis. Uh, the sense of Connor Brown that's kind of an easy one, mm-hmm. and also Nikki Dezaitsev. And also, the Habs uh, don't actually, have do they though? I will check that. They do not. Okay, they so they, the they, they get, I don't think Vancouver does anymore. I think Vancouver still does. Hold on, I want to see. Vancouver. Ba, 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 ba. They okay. So those two teams are boring. They don't have any fun people. <laughs> um, and then I think Winnipeg has. Who's a Leaf that was here? I think Winnipeg also falls into that. I category. also forgot about Winnipeg because Winnipeg is just—they're not good this year. I was also looking because I was like, okay, if Barzell signed and all the rfas are signed right and then i look and i'm like oh shit jack roslovic exists so then i was looking at the the the, and i was like wait how did they get jack roslovic this all comes full circle because this was part of the evander kane deal (laughs) so i'm gonna do bootleg steve dangle and do a trade tree here this was okay so I, i need you to tell me how badly the Jets botched this deal because I feel like every single asset that they have now, they don't have anymore. Okay, so Buffalo traded Ryan Miller and Steve Ott. You feel old yet that Steve Ott was still a thing? Yeah. For Chris Stewart, William Carrier, Yaroslav Halak, Jack Roslovic, who was the first-round pick in that draft or the upcoming draft, and then a third-round pick in the 2016 draft. Um. The first round turned into Roslovic. I'll get back to that. Halak, I think, played like... I don't even think he played a game for for, for Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he... 
Yeah, he didn't even suit up for the Sabres. That's kind of hilarious. He went straight to Washington. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so here's where the trade really – here's where this trade really goes weird. So Zach Bogosian went – and Van, Zach Bogosian, Evander Kane, and Jason Kastorf went to the mm-hmm. Sabres. Kane is on the Sharks and is in debt. Bogosian has a Stanley Cup. Is it on the Leafs? Strange times. And Jack Kasdorf, I think he's just a nobody. Sorry. So the Jets got Joel Armia, who's on the Habs. Tyler Myers, who's on the Canucks. Drew Stafford, who's not even playing. Brandon Lemieux, who's a Ranger and is also kind of a piece of shit. And Jack Roslevic. And now they're going to lose Jack Roslevic. So Chevy is a fun man. Nice trade. I don't Apparently, know how... I don't know how Winnipeg has been able to keep like Maurice and Shovel Shovel Day off as their as their two guys for like all their existence. Apparently, they're owned by a really really wealthy family. I don't know who, but like it makes sense why they have a lot of like support and funding from that, just because like they have a family who's feeding mm-hmm. in and giving them uh, money. But uh, I still think they should do more. Like, I think they're not aggressive in terms of things. Um, Any final thoughts? There really isn't. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's still a lot of, like, uncertainty. And, like, with what's going on in the NBA with all of these, like, suspect, like uh, postponing games, which are basically due to, like, uh, inconclusive test results or if, like, somebody may have been exposed and then now they're going to have to, like, postpone games – I don't think that that'll happen really in hockey per se. In Canada, I can't just because of all of the, the regional restrictions. Like you can't really do anything. And also like, you know, I don't mean to sound like mean, but I feel like the Leafs are just boring. They're not a lot of party animals. Yeah. Like I remember like, you know how GQ has those uh, like 10 things this person can't live without series. Matthews. They did one for Matthews and McDavid, and like Matthews is like, this is my Xbox, this is my Switch, this is my body pillow. Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like these guys are just so simple, and like, yeah, and like for all you uh, McDavid versus Matthews people out there, Matthews' video was more entertaining. McDavid looked like a friggin' robot, and he just didn't want to do it. I know. Matthews was like, okay, like this is my shit, like this is pretty cool, like I do this just because. Like you need mm-hmm. more be happier like if you i guarantee you if you did that okay like okay with the nba there's a couple like robots like Kawhi, but like it's still like like make it fun like have fun doing Mm -hmm. what you're doing yeah but like uh i I have a funny feeling because i remember when the pandemic started especially in like the early months in march and april i was tuning into zach hyman streams and i was like uh, because he was playing Warzone, and I'm like, shit, maybe I'll play Warzone with him. And then I was like, he has an Xbox, and I'm just like, god damn it. The one thing you mm-hmm. needed. Yeah, I know. But I have a funny feeling, and this is just my own personal take, and I feel like players should do this. Players should stream because you Another, can make rev- you can make additional yeah. side revenue from Twitch. It's yeah. not against your contract, I don't think, to do anything with third party services unless like unless you i think you have to like double check it unless you want to get into a boxing match with uh with one of the paul brothers 
I honestly like I don't know if I want to see that fight more or Mayweather fight more. <laughs> like I don't know. Like it, it's just so like like I think about it and I'm just like okay. Like do I want one guy that I think is a piece of shit versus another guy who's a piece of shit and is in debt and then like same as above for like Evander Kane like mm-hmm. like I think I think without without Thornton there I feel like he's gonna run amok because like because you heard of the story right that like Thornton picked him up at the airport and he's just like hey no bullshit yeah this is this is your home now I mean like it's okay because you're gonna get a stern talking to you by 41 year old Patrick Marlowe Marlo does not really seem as intimidating. How funny is it that we all wanted out of... Uh... Wait, oh, whoa, this just broke. This is actually really weird. Apparently, Keith Yandel is going to get healthy scratched. Really? Shit. Damn. That's going to be uh, that's gonna be really crazy. He has crazy. Like, the longest uh, uh, active game streak in the NHL right now. Yeah, I thought it was Marlowe still. No. No, like active, like without missing one. Oh, like Mar- Marlowe hasn't missed a game. Games. Marlowe hasn't missed a game. No, I saw the other day, it's Yandel. It's like 800 and something straight. Yeah, but Marlowe still has the most, I think. No, the longest one right now is. Uh, is hold Yandel. on, hold on. We have to. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do I, how do I Google, sir? Longest. Active games consecutive streak NHL. I just read it yesterday. Send me this link, you. I don't know where. I don't remember where. It was on Twitter somewhere. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yandel Rick's fourth time. Yeah, 866. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's ahead of Marlowe. You're right. Yeah. But he's younger. That's weird. Marlowe probably missed a game like 10 years ago. <laughs> the top five was Doug Jarvis with 964, Gary Unger with 914, Steve Lamar, or Larmer, 884, Yandel, 866, Marlowe, 854. He's going to pass him now if he's going to get scratched. Mm-hmm. And then Phil Kessel with 844. And then, dude, Andrew Cogliano was creeping up on that list. That's a name that really Yeah. Jay Bolmuster was also close. Mm-hmm. He had like about 700 and change. Uh, Hank Sedin. Dude, yeah, that's, that's weird. That was, like, that was like a really weird tidbit, but like, mm-hmm. wow. I kind of want to see what Twitter's saying about this because I feel like Twitter would literally be on he fire got Mike Medanoed. Probably. Anyways, I think that's it's, that's everything. Yeah. Um, also, Money Puck has uh, the Leafs with a fifty-three point seven chance of winning against the Habs, forty-six point three. So, mm-hmm. just saying, if you want to, if you want to jump on the bandwagon, you're, you're more than welcome. Uh, but yeah. also, like, also let us know. If you want us to make any more memes, because Joey made a funny meme of, of the office intro. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like ago. if we do a leaf specific wait, if we do a leaf specific episode, can we put that video in our like as the intro? Let's just say 
I'll have something brewing. Yeah, I gotta learn how to do that shit. Like I, I, I like once I graduate, like once like mm-hmm. the world hopefully goes back to like basically normal, hopefully, then like I'm hoping that we can uh like I can like learn how to use like Adobe Premiere and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I want to get creative, man. I can't just keep using iMovie. It's garbage. iMovie's trash. Indeed it is. That's why I said it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we got for our takes going into the uh, first first little tidbit of the uh, 2021 season. Which mm-hmm. is, I, it's funny. They're going to call it the 2020-2021 season. You might as well just call yeah. it the 2021 season. Yeah. Because like, like 2020 like the first quarter didn't happen no nope. anyways yeah so uh that's it you plug everything i'm gonna yawn again i kind of don't want to yawn all right so you can catch us on twitter at q underscore city roundup and on instagram at queen city roundup so you'll if you're watching uh on youtube you'll see those in the video so just uh it's free to follow people on it social media. It is free. Support it the boys. It takes like 10 seconds. So I think it's something you guys should all consider. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Let's grow the channel. And uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, if you think that the halves are going to be better than the Leafs, you're smoking some crack. Yeah, what he said. All right. Take care. Buds all day. And we'll see you all next week.